Hello, this is Daryl here, sending love as always. Thank you for tuning in. I just want to say, if you like this interview, you can check our website for companion workbooks, action guides, tools, checklists, templates, and show notes with links for everything mentioned on the call. Just visit bestbusinesscoach.ca. That's best, B-E-S-T, businesscoach.ca. Enjoy. How to create a sales strategy plan. So this, there's two parts of this. One is if you are starting from scratch or if you are trying to take something that exists and make it better. So if you're starting from scratch, you're going to have to make a bunch of guesses. It would be really good if you could spend some time researching first. You're going to save yourself a lot of failure in the future by spending more time talking to past customers. If you're new and you have no past customers or existing customers, talk to your competitors' customers. Talk to your competitors' past customers. Go into the online sites like web forums or Reddit or Quora or Yahoo Answers and look at the questions people are asking around buying whatever it is that you're trying to be selling. You know, but ultimately you want to do as much background research as you can to identify the pain point and the type of person that's buying. But once you've done that background research, then you're going to want to assess like where, you know, what's the best of what I've learned. And then you're going to create an ideal customer profile. So typically you want to start with a pain point, at least one, maybe more that the person's having. Because you have to remember problems are markets, not demographics. Many people experience a problem and so you may pick a demographic you like to work with, but the problem is the market. That problem is what you are solving. That problem is what people are buying to fix, right? You have to remember that. You might love your product, but people typically are probably more interested in the result it gives them. So then you would do a SWOT analysis. Strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, threats. You would want to really even look at the situation in terms of the market. So you can do a SWOT analysis for the business. But you'd also do a SWOT analysis for the sales team and the marketing team and the owner and try and figure out like where are we at? What are our strengths? What are our weaknesses? Then you want to make sure that the marketing strategy and the sales strategy will work together. And the way that these are different, how I see them, is marketing is all about scale. What I mean by that is it's one to many. Sales is really when you've got a person that's trying to make the decision to purchase. And that's where sales comes down to the one-on-one. -on -one. So once you've kind of lined up with the marketing strategy, if you have questions about marketing strategies, you can go to bestbusinesscoach.ca, see more videos like this, answering questions like that, plus our research and the critical eight success factors for small and medium businesses. But right now, so you've got your marketing strategy, you figure out where the handoff is to sales, you know the sales style that you plan to go through. Uh, it depends on the price point and it depends on the nature of what you're selling. So some of this is unique to you, but typically your sales strategy, you need to find a way to uncover the pain points people are having. You need to find a way to uncover who are the key decision makers that need to be involved. You need to figure out what their budget is that they're either prepared to spend or, or, or if they have to spend more than they want to, you have to help them understand the cost of the burden of not fixing this problem. And then you need to figure out the timeline that they're looking to work on. 
And so part of your sales strategy should be about helping uncover these things. And at that point, it really becomes about, uh, you know, staying in touch with them, setting deadlines for next steps, answering questions and, and working with them where they're at and making sure that you're able to keep the truth on the table. Because where a lot of sales go sideways is when, you know, the truth isn't clear. Uh, they're not clear on what your flaws are and they just really want to know what the flaw is because most things are not perfect, um, you know, or you are unclear on their situation. So a big part of this is really trying to work the interpersonal skills and develop rapport to where you can get the truth on the table and move forward. So, you know, so look, you've, you've done your SWOT analysis, your marketing strategy, hands off here. Great. So now, um, what kind of volume do you expect in terms of leads? You know, what is the process? What are the milestones? So you've got a suspect, which is someone who might be a, a lead. Then you've qualified them. Now you've got a, a lead or a prospect or a qualified lead, whatever you want to call them. Now from there, what's the next step? right? Got the qualified lead, you know their pain, you know their budget, you know they can make the decision. What's the next thing that's going to hold them back, right? And then what's that? And so you want to create the milestones and create some goals, some revenue goals. This is how much we want to make and you can, you can work backwards. This is the goal money we want to make. This is how many buyers we need to have. This is how many people need to get to the, the actual like matchmaking of our product and service with them. These are how many people we have to qualify before we present, otherwise you're wasting a lot of time. For this many qualified people, this is how many people have to raise their hand and say, hey, I'm interested. For this many people to raise their hand, this is what kind of reach we need to have. You can reverse act, you know, and then you set some goals. And again, if this is a new strategy, you're just gonna have to make some guesses, best guesses, and then measure and monitor as you go forward and adjust based on that. Now, if you have an existing and you're trying to just optimize, improve, or try something new, the process isn't too different. You just have more at your disposal. You can go talk to your past clients. You can talk to current customers. You can talk to people that didn't buy and say, hey, why didn't you buy? What did we do wrong? You know, and then you can get that data, that information, and then go through this process again, where now you're going through you're figuring out the reasons, the problems that you're solving for people, what types of people are having this problem, which one you prefer to work with, which is your ideal customer profile. And then from there, you do kind of a SWOT analysis, comparing your business and your team and how everything in your company and your product and service stacks up uh, compared to your competitors and compared to what the customer wants. And then you would figure out the marketing strategy, sales strategy, handoff point. And then at that point, you would set some benchmarks for hurdles that you want to measure and then try to keep an activity level. So what do I mean by activity level? It can be things like how often you call. Um, it can be even as much as how long you stay in touch for. You know, there's a lot of cited resources out there saying lots of people don't buy until the 8th, 9th, 10th, 14th touch. And a lot of salespeople, they just follow up for one week and are gone. So how would you handle 10,000 prospects? How would you handle 10,000 qualified leads? How would you handle 10,000 purchase orders? How would you handle 10,000 refund requests? Thinking of things with this rule of 10,000 will really help you understand the planning process for a really good strategy.